Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 16th of January. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. And hey, split three ways. That was pretty cool last night. Um, Joseph Burdine, uh, Brett's 87, and Captain Bucko, none of whom I don't think. Let's look. Was Captain Bucko on the list? No. Initially, we had a, a chop of some people from the list that was holding for a while, but and apologies to BP. I know he had a pretty good night last night anyway, though. Up a couple hundred, maybe $300,000 total. I forget what it was. But incredible wins from the overall slates from him. But might as well be us. Congratulations to Butt Smasher. We've been talking a little bit about uh, strategy recently. And, you know, we talked about, you know, should you just play things you max, whatever. No, don't just play things you max. And specifically, if you have some sort of ranking mechanism for your lineups so that you think they go from highest ROI to lowest ROI-ish, highest Sabre score to lowest Sabre score, whatever way you're doing that, then you should put more money be in general behind the highest ROI lineups, right? So anyway, I just wanted to point out, this is a 20 max and he only entered one and he got eight, even though he had a set of 20. And so I'm just saying, you've got to be careful with the way you're playing your lineups, not just like, the sets you're building and stuff. Um, I, I've really been enjoying building a set of 40, 20 max lineups and distributing that among the 20 maxes. I feel like that has been working for me. Um, but yeah, congratulations. That's a that's a big hit. 3,500 bucks and uh, from just 70 is always what you want to see. So, hey, uh, always love to see somebody taking it down. Now we got a pretty easy slate today for NBA, so I won't spend that much time um, on it, really. Uh, you know, we've got one rule that we had to, uh, well, it's not for me, it's not changing the rule, but I want to make sure you have the rule correctly. Cause it's been a Zubots and, uh, oops, the, the LA stars rule is the same, but the Zubots foul trouble, it was a Zubots and Plumlee rule. And then it was the Zubots and Thice rule. And today Zubots is out and the other two guys are both in. So the rule is still fine. It's called Zubots foul trouble, but today it is a Daniel Thice and Mason Plumlee fork. So welcome to an unusual fork day, but nonetheless, a very clear thing to do day. Um, I'm leaving up to 500 on the table. I just haven't seen that many dupes, even in these short slates. So until I do, I'm not going to take any big, uh, any huge stances necessary because I'm already taking huge stances, right? Like why in the world? I, I just don't understand it. I really don't understand what the projection is for the Clippers today. Now, granted, you just saw this happen yesterday. My apologies. Apparently Vegas knew that, uh, Jalen Hurts hand can only find two receivers, but you know, hey, whatever. I'm not too upset. I, I, th I think the, the play was right. Like all the guys got the routes that I was expecting. I just expected Jalen Hurts to do the thing that Baker Mayfield did and throw it to the other guys. Right. I mean, like that's what makes you a good quarterback, right? Is not, can you hit the good guys? It's, can you hit the guys who need a little help with the help they need anyway? So I thought that maybe we wouldn't be looking at whatever David Moore because how's Baker going to get him the ball anyway. But today, the thing that I don't understand is what's this projection? Like, wh where's all the points for this team? Like, initially, the projection for Sabersim, I mean, maybe the minutes are there and they're just really thinking these guys stink. No, they're still giving they're giving 26 minutes to Thice and 18 minutes to Plumlee. So 11 minutes of small ball clippers they've never played before, I guess, is the assumption here. I mean, do the minutes even add up for the whole team? I don't think they do, right? So 35, 35, 35, these guys can go with the 13, the 17, and 
I guess that's what it is. They got some Paul George playing backup five or something. I mean, I, I just can't figure out what's going on with this rotation. I mean, we've got, we've got the popcorn machine from the last game. The last game, Zubats was also out. So, what, what did Dice not play? Dice played 21 minutes. Oh. Oh, they sat him for the entire fourth, and they didn't play Plumley. Okay, well, fine. So, they did go small ball, and the small ball five was, I guess, Russ Bus? Or, I don't know what this is. Against the T-Wolves, too? Okay, well, who, I don't know what's going on with this team. I would not have done that. Um, but nonetheless, I've okay. Now that I've seen what they did in the last game, I'm going to go ahead and build in a last game buffer of about 50%, saying, Hey, maybe they just do what they did in the last game, which still would be enough for Mason Plumley to reach value because he's almost nothing, but it wouldn't be enough for Dice to reach value. So we'll get to a little bit. And was there Dice foul trouble or something? I don't think so. No fouls, one foul. Three fouls. Yeah, it wasn't foul trouble. It was definitely just forgetting about him existing. Or even worse, it could be in-game plus minus guy. Yeah, we got an in-game plus minus guy maybe because then we would get that Norman Powell shift makes sense. I think that's what happened there. A lot of Norman Powell. So whatever. I mean, this rotation is correct. I mean, Terrence Mann was in the game some. 19 minutes, yeah. I wouldn't know what to project either from him starting and playing like that. This is a tough team to project today. Get the Clippers right, win a prize. Um, I don't really know what the, I guess Norman Powell's the other guy you should add a little bit to based on the last game. He played 30 minutes, so if he plays 30 minutes, he can get there for sure. I don't think this is projecting 30 minutes of Norm. 28. So let's give him like 23. So that was the other thing we were thinking about yesterday um, that I found useful, even though I wound up losing money on props, is uh, I, th I thought a lot about the difference between the median and the mean and why those are important for various groups of people. And specifically, somebody pointed this out on Twitter. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick. What was it, yesterday? Yeah, so if I go to my Twitter, yesterday, whoop, okay. Yeah, whatever. It was... Uh, um, a guy was pointing out that the for these distributions that have a zero and they have big numbers for the medians and the modes, the or sorry, the median and the mean, the mean winds up being to the right of the median by about five percent in general. I mean, you know, plus or minus variance, et cetera. But so if you were to sim, that's one of the main things I think the sims is helping with. And for prop markets, it helps you suss out the difference. Like, why do people take overs so much? Is it something wrong with them? Not really i mean kind of so because we i think humans have an uh, ability to infer about means properly because like that's what the um what's it called the the we have some theory of crowds stuff that i'm trying to reference here where they like guess the average bin stuff and we can guess the average well i don't think we can guess things that aren't average as well like medians and so I think that's why sims are so helpful right now is to help people kind of understand what's going on with median projections and with like percentile projections. Remember here we were using the 95th percentile projection for a while, which is that's what uh, median or no. Yeah. Median plus two standard deviations. So it's using just median 
and standard deviation, which is probably pretty nice. Now, Reggie Jackson, do not feel like I will wind up being 75% Reggie Jackson. No, thank you, Saber Sim. 35% will be fine. I'll match the field. And I will have a fair amount of the bus. After seeing the last game, That they really rode Russell. 26 minutes is not appropriate. He played a ton. He played 29 last game. And uh, the reason it's not appropriate today, can anybody tell me why Russell uh, Westbrook is his core today? Does anybody get up for playing against the Oklahoma City Thunder like Russell Westbrook gets up for playing against the the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder? I mean, we've got, you know, in the past, people have had narratives and like revenge games. This guy wants revenge on this team. Like it's not it's not a question of whether he wants it or not. He definitely every time he goes there wants to take revenge on them, whether or not he's capable of it. I don't know, but I'm just letting you know he will definitely be trying to take revenge. 40% Peyton Watson is a lot of percents of Peyton Watson. I think I'll just go with Metu instead at this point. I don't know. These We got we to gotta take gross choices, right? I mean, it's a short slate. But I mean, I guess I'll meet in the middle Peyton Watson and Dice because like, I don't know. Watson doesn't seem like a good pick at all. Dice doesn't seem like a, like a good pick in light of what happened yesterday, but maybe it doesn't happen again. Okay, and then Malik Monk, Kevin, uh, is Herder back? No, okay. With Herder back, yeah. Um, Herder's definitely in play, but again, he's got to hit shots. Seems a bit aggressive. We'll see if we stick with that much, Kevin Herder. All right, well, I think I've given you a good setup for today's slate. Obviously, a lot of things will depend on if anybody gets ruled out. We have a questionable Michael Porter Jr. We have, I believe, also a questionable uh, Jokic. So, you know, if questionable Jokic sits new slate right i mean like to do do a bunch of different stuff so what what stuff would you do let's just pull it up right quick and i'll put it on the the discord later but what do you do if Jokic is out let's figure it out it's not that hard and like it's like one thing to do today so denver and i can show you a generally good thing how you can re um react when if, if somebody gets ruled out late and your your optimizer isn't adjusting in time and you know you need to adjust it you go, you take Jokic off the court, you look, you make sure everybody has an appropriate number of minutes, you rank by points, it'll tell you up here the adjusted, wow, Aaron Gordon is who you slam. You slam Aaron Gordon and you don't think twice. Although, 120 minutes, they've really not been playing alongside, or that, that hasn't, that's not that big a sample. So, I guess DeAndre Jordan, assuming he starts, obvious smash. Reggie Jackson gets a little bit of a boost as well, that's not an accident. Uh, what? How many? Wow, four hundred and forty minutes. Reggie Jackson, really thriving without uh, without Jokic. Okay, uh, I think that's basically all the guys popping off this list. I mean, it looks like Jamal Murray surprising. Oh, it's one hundred twenty-two minutes. Not much sample there, but nobody else really benefiting very much. Okay, so I'll take a snap of this and put it on the the Discord just so we have it for later. Uh, and I guess a little bit of the screenshot from the thing but remember uh you're good enough you're strong enough oh yeah well, let, me, let me give you a whole core i gave you like a piece of a core I'll give you a whole core before we go obviously this is subject to change this is early early in the day 6 a.m this is before shoot arounds we don't have any information please please update your pool based on information um okay that said russell westbrook mason plumley metu that's your core for starters Maybe we change it later today. But for now, remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. Congrats, Butt Smasher. Nice work.